Hi, and welcome to episode 43 of the Twisted Stitches podcast. I'm Twee. And Kimberly. And today we're recording on Friday, August 12th, 2016. special guest today special guest special guest is the blueberry yes yes the baby is here she is hanging out (laughs) on her play mat while we podcast we're hoping that she actually maybe falls asleep because it's close to her nap time yes it's close to nap time she's looking a little tired but she's super excited aunt twee is here yeah so we're hanging out here in the nursery with the laptop and we're gonna talk about some knitting and maybe our talk of knitting will lull her to sleep. I'm not maybe. sure. Or if you hear any strange noises, those are baby noises. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed before, but in the intro, there was a bit of a squeak. And she stepped on a little squeaky thing on her playmat. Yeah. So, so any but, strange noises are not coming from me or Twee. Yeah. <laughs> coming from the baby. But um, she'll probably be fine. She looks good. She's just chilling. Yeah, she's very chill. So, um, yeah, let's um, um, say hi. Hello. Hello. Um, thanks, for everyone, for... Coming back, for coming back, or thanks for checking out for the first time. Hello. If you're a recent subscriber, you will notice that uh, Kimberly is back. I mean, clearly, if you're an older subscriber, you'll realize, too. But I've been doing the last few episodes by myself, so you might have thought it was a solo podcast, but it is not. It is not. Kimberly, well, yeah, oh. Kimberly is here. Oh, we special guest makes a noise. She's making some noise. So, uh, give us a brief update, Kimberly. How how are things? You, uh... A tiny human came out of you. Yeah, she's real cute. She is very cute. She's real cute. She likes knitwear. She does. Which we've learned. Well, thank goodness for that. Yeah, even though it's a billion degrees right now. It is a billion degrees in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, no, everything's really good. The labor was not so good, um, but I was very lucky. She came out. We're all very happy. She's healthy. Yeah. That's right. We're talking about you. We are. Um, and so I think that the last three and a half months have been sort of in a baby days which is normal yeah totally normal. i kind of lose track of days and i've been on maternity leave um not just from the podcast but from work yeah kimberly just started this week again i just started work this week and it's been quite awful <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can imagine um but um you know it's it's kind of it's nice to come home right now it's friday so it's the weekend yeah both of us, us had half days today so we're recording sort of in the early afternoon which is nice yeah and that's nice and now i'm gonna spend time all weekend with the blueberry yeah and uh yeah so it's been really good i've got some knitting updates yeah you have been um knitting a little right yeah i i was telling you earlier that i was really surprised by how quickly i went back to knitting after yeah. having the baby because yeah. i think that when when i think of you know, my main hobbies. Mm -hmm. I do think of knitting as like one of my main hobbies, but it's not necessarily the one that I do so frequently. Whereas like reading and writing and doing all this other stuff, I do way more frequently. But knitting went like right back in there in the first like month. I was kind of surprised too for you. Just, you know, I thought it would take you a little while longer, especially since you're a first time mom. Yeah. That's the craziness all itself. So yeah. I was surprised, but happily surprised. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I felt like, I think now I feel like 
That's right. <laughs> I, I think now I feel like I've got goals. Right. As opposed to, you know, you just knit for yourself, you knit for your friends or something. Yeah. But I'll, you know, I have like a project, like an overall project yeah. goal. So. Maybe we can talk about that in cute because I know yeah, you have yeah. a... You have a thing happening. I have a thing happening. So I feel like a little bit more driven towards knitting right mm-hmm. now. More of a, and a purpose instead of just sort of for fun. I mean, it's still fun. It's still fun. Yeah. But I can also only knit so many things for myself <laughs> and my friends. Yeah. We live in Southern I mean, California. Yeah, same thing with me. I, I knit all the time, but uh, I do give a lot of it away just because <laughs> I can't possibly wear it all. I, I live in Los Angeles. It's hot. And I'm not even like a very cold person in yeah. general. So I don't even personally get very cold yeah but gotta find things for it you know or we just take vacations in cold places yeah we should like try to make a list of all the places we want to take vacations just Mm -hmm. so we can wear knitwear there yeah and like what knitwear yeah i want to go to iceland greenland alaska alaska i've been to alaska i've worn knitwear in alaska yeah nice nice i haven't been canada oh canada so many places in canada so many places in canada i really want to go to prince edward island oh yeah where anna Prince gables is yes that would be amazing Ooh. <laughs> I think she wants to come too. She's telling you where she wants to go in okay. Canada. So many places in Canada. We love Canadian Canadians and Canada and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Yeah, Scotland. Oh, Scotland. I haven't been to Scotland in ages. Oh yeah, we gotta. We have to go knit in Scotland. That would be amazing. Yeah. Do you want to go to Scotland? I've got family in Scotland. I have a friend who uh, is from. She's Scottish, and her family's all up there, and she's there too. And her family has sheep. So every year she'll send me pictures of the new lambs and things. Has she ever sent you wool? She sent me like a little, like little, like small balls. I think her grandma or someone, they actually make wool wherever they live. And she sent me like little balls. Yeah. Um, And I'm meaning to put them in some kind of a color work project. I just haven't. Right. I don't know if she knows, even though I talk about knitting, I don't know if she knows like how crazy I'm about knitting. Right. And right, I don't right. I feel kinda of weird being like, send me yarn, you know what I mean? Yeah. If it was you hanging out in Scotland, yeah. I would totally tell you to send me all the yarn. Yeah. But you know, it's almost like it's like when the muggles are around, you don't want to seem too crazy or put too much upon them. Yeah. Like, you know, I you know it's like if people were going to fun places, I would try to get people to bring me yarn. I got my boss to bring me yarn once back from Argentina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's so funny. He always has crazy stories. And he had this crazy story about how he had to find yarn. And it was, he, yeah. And he didn't know what to bring back. And, right, you know right, what I mean? right. And it was just well, funny. Well, it's hard. I mean, I do give credit to people who don't, who aren't textile people. Right. Who make and, the attempt. Yeah, and they make the attempt to buy yarn. And I do think that it's really hard to, you know, just even... Even our friends who are knitters and crocheters and crafters. Right. Everyone has such different um, tastes. tastes. Yeah. And so to just tell someone to go set, you know, go get me some yarn. Yeah. Like you, you obviously, you know, want something that's, that's um, you know, kind of specific to your taste, like right. colorway and texture and, you know, and, even and weight. And weight. Material, like, you know, what's material. made out of. Yeah. yeah. And like, obviously they're going to a foreign location. Right. But they have no idea. <laughs> no idea. It's yeah. like t- probably telling me to go pick out like some really good golf clubs. Like right. I have no idea. Yeah. I'd probably get you like some sort of crazy miniature golf, golf that, club and yeah. say like, this is, you know, for you. No idea. Yeah. So I, tr- I don't usually ask people to right. do that. But yeah, she does have... Her family does have sheep. So if I actually went there... I didn't know her family had sheep. They do. I'm really jealous. Yeah. She sends me pictures of, like, little flocks of lambs and things. It's really cute. So we should should visit. We should... They live really close to Oban. 
I've been to Oban where they make like the is it scotch or yeah, whiskey? It's a yeah, scotch. scotch. They live really close to there, and yeah. so so we're planning. When I visited there, we we drove to Oban and hung out, and I didn't like this was years oh. ago. It was like ten years ago, and so yeah. So we need to go to Scotland to Scotland so we get can some drink scotch. Okay, like, drink scotch, get some wool. Twee doesn't even drink. No, I don't. No, mm. but you you you'll have to have a little bit. Right. I mean, it's. Special. I could drive the car. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we'll take the blueberry. Yeah, we we'll take the blueberry. Take the blueberry, and oh, she's she will, getting sleepy. It's she's totally getting sleepy. She had her eyes like half closed, and then she looked at Twee, and she like kind of opened them, opened again. them again. Yeah. Um, she was making all those noises when you were talking. I think she was like, "Look at me, look at look me," because she's looking at you, and she's making those noises. Yeah, she's so cute. So yeah, that was kind of a tangent, but we, uh, we yeah, we want to go to cold places and wear woolly. Yes, and we're back. We're back. So we're back. let's get into it, Kimberly. I'll start with whip it. Okay. What have you been working on? I'm going to talk about something I've been working on that I've been working on for a while, but I'm going to explain that it's not the same project I was working on. Oh, yeah. No. You've made some changes. Okay. Okay. So this is The Great Divide Mm -hmm. Shawl by Michelle um, Brown. Mm Mm-hmm. And so if you remember the first time, when I was talking about it before I went on maternity leave, I was Mm -hmm. using two different kinds of Republic of Wool. Yes. Um, And both of them were variegated, very pretty. One was sort of like a Mm -hmm. bluish-green variegation. Um, light, right, and then the other like one mostly was like, cream based, mostly cream yeah. based, and then the other one was like a purplish pink orange. Yeah, I would say it would be like peachish pink. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they went well together. And I think I was talking about last time, actually, before I had the baby. How yeah, you, you did talk about for it. Lauren. I was that because they're variegated and because the pattern is striped. You can't see the stripes as well. Right. There's not enough contrast between the two colorways to make really distinct stripes. Yeah. So that kind of made me, that made me sad. I'll be honest. Yeah. That made me sad. But Both you were going to keep going because you liked it. I, did. I liked it. I was going to keep going. And I actually have a picture of it too. Yeah. Because I was like, you know, I was only a, a little bit through and I was like, well, it's really pretty. Oh, I like this yarn. Oh, I want to keep going. And then at one point I just thought, I'm doing all this work. <laughs> right. Striping this thing. And... And all the you knitting. And all the knitting. And you can't even tell. And so, and it just, you know, it's one of those things when you start and it nags at you. And then as you go, oh, yeah. it gets bigger That's and like bigger like any and sort bigger. of knitting thing, you know, you think, oh, I can live with this. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. And you keep going even though it's still nagging you. Yeah. And I don't know why. I think a lot of knitters do this. You just keep going for a while. So finally you just look at it and you're like, no, I, I can't live with this. Yeah. It's like, I can't, I don't want to do this anymore. So... I, so I, ripped you do? It, yeah. I ripped it out, and I kept one of them. I kept one of the DK. Um, the Republic of Wolves. Republic of Wolves. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I don't know which one. I don't remember the name. Oh, which one is it's it? It's the blue one. The blue one? The bluish one. Is that? And I didn't write it down in my Ravelry. You didn't? No, I was okay. very bad. I, 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 <laughs> it's not. It is. This is Parfait, and I think that was the peachy oh, one. this might be. You I think thought, that's the peachy I think, one? I thought, or maybe it's not. It could be this one. It could be Parfait. Okay. I probably have it in the notes somewhere. We probably, yeah. Yeah. Well, we think it's Parfait. We think it's Parfait. And it's the Superwash Merino DK from Republic of Wool. Yes. And what did you decide to use instead of the other Republic of Wool? Um, so what my, we'll talk about it more in queued. Yes. But um, my project then became, instead of doing this great divide shawl for me, I'm going to make this great divide shawl for the blueberry. Yes. So the blueberry will have this, I know, not now. Yeah, because this, this is an adult size. This is an shawl, adult size yeah. shawl. But um, so it I could decided, be a blanket now. It could be. It, yeah. It's big enough for a blanket. Yeah. But I decided to use, I had a leftover skein from, if you remember, 
which you don't have to go that far to remember. I was, <laughs> I was working on a very large baby blanket for the blueberry, mm-hmm. and that was with Mad Tosh. And yes. so I had extra yarn left over from that. Right. That was like your fall colors log cabin. Yeah, and so I used that, actually. I used, so I'm using... I thought you sold it, the leftovers. I sold the leftovers that were still in, in complete skeins. Oh, okay. But this one had a little bit You could use a little off. bit off of it. Oh, and you didn't sell it. Okay. Yeah. So this is Candlewick. Yeah. It's the golden like yellow. yellow. It's a really pretty yellow. It's a pretty like corn kind of. It's more golden yellow. Yeah, it's a golden. It's like a darker yellow. Straw. It's like straw kind of ish. Yeah. Hayish yellow. So um, I took that, mm-hmm. which um, which is kind of nice. Um, after well, so we talk that's about a it solid. Later. And that's a yeah. solid yarn with no. No. It's like tonal, but it's not variegated. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. And so now I'm using that with the DK, and now the stripes are really showing up. And I think yeah. it, I'm, I'm going to take a picture of yeah, it while you're talking. Of, oops, sorry. Oh, sorry, that's the yarn on the computer. Um, yeah. I really like this a lot more because I think that it's, um, one, you can see the stripes better. And two, mm-hmm. you, besides the stripes, you can see the variegation in the oh, DK, parfait, yeah. in the parfait, way better than you could have when, yeah. when you saw it next the to other, the other one. Yeah. So it's true, I, that's true. I think it stands out a lot more. Definitely. Um, and the other thing is that it, it's it's nice to kind of knit with it. They're not very different texture wise. Oh yeah. But they're different enough so that they make it it makes it kind of interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. So you can Well the parfait is hundred percent superwash merino. What's the metal and tosh? Uh superwash. Is it also the same thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. Uh, I'm sure they're slightly different bases though. Yeah, yeah. So how far along are you? Now? I'm almost done. Oh, okay. I was hoping that when we did this, I would be done, and I could be <laughs> cute, and I'd be like, "Look what I did!" You guys. mean show? Oh yeah, faux show. Sorry. Yeah. And um, but no, I'm not done yet. Um, I'm actually binding off right now. Oh, you are so, binding. You're binding yeah, off. Yeah, I just started oh, okay. binding off. That you're still working on the border. No, I just started binding off last night. Cool. I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of sad about it. not like in a bad sad way. Sad that you're but, done. Yeah, because you had, you're having fun knitting it. I really liked knitting it. Yeah. Well, you could. I mean, not right away, but you still have that other skein of Republic of Wool. If you find another solid, you can make another one. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing that. Would be fun. Doing something like that. Yeah. Because yeah. I I do really like it. Cool. And what what needle sizes are you using? Do you remember? Um, these Let's are see. size sevens. Okay. Yeah. Um. And I think that I think that this worked out really well. Cause see, there's not a lot of. It's, you it's, like the fabric it made. I like the fabric it made. It's not too tight. Mm-hmm. It's not too loose, loose. Mm-hmm. or drapey. It's like perfect. Okay. So I'm really. It should be really nice and it. squishy. It's like a it's yeah. the DK weight shawl. It's a little bit thicker, a yeah. little bit squishier. Uh, it'll be nice, you know, for when we take the blueberry to Scotland. Exactly. <laughs> In the future, the blueberry is also sleeping. Oh, awesome! That's amazing. Fantastic. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like you guys. You guys talk. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a picture where she's like, like kind of like spread eagle. It's kind of funny. She's only, she looks like a big starfish. She does. Little starfish. Is that all you're working on then? Uh, no. Oh no. Okay. So the other thing I'm working on, which I'm just starting now, okay, is um, it's a free pattern from Pearl Soho, and I think yeah. I've talked about the pattern before, but it's called the Lovely Leaf scarf mm-hmm. and um lovely leaf, leaf lace, lace scarf. scarf that's a tongue twister yeah and it's free on ravelry it's free on the pearl soho website yeah they have a lot of free patterns yeah and it's beautiful i got it um it's very like plain in the middle and i think it's actually it's actually knit in um, two pieces yes yes and it has a, a lace leaf pattern on it's a scarf yeah. so it has lace leaf pattern 
on the two ends of the scarf, but then it's all stocking net, I think, in the middle? Yes. And the way they have you do it is that you do one side starting at the lace, knit a bunch of stocking net, and then do another one and then graph them in the middle, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so I'm not, like, I've, I've always wanted to do this scarf because mm-hmm. I really like the lace pattern. Mm-hmm. And... But I was never really totally in love with a yarn to do it with because you didn't. You mean you didn't have one or couldn't find one that you liked? Yeah, because um, I think that it's supposed to be a little bit more. It looks really delicate in the pictures. What, did, what yarn did they use? One of theirs or something else? They used one of theirs. I okay. Think. Um, but actually, they just updated the pattern oh. because they don't sell that yarn anymore. Oh, okay. And yeah. now it's a different. They did it in gray. You know, the original pattern was done in this orange. Right, right. Um, and now it's mm-hmm. done in a gray. It's really pretty. Okay. Um, so anyway, I was not sure what yarn to use, and I finally decided I'm just going to bite the bullet. I have about four skeins of Brooklyn Tweed's Shelter. Right, which is their worsted weight. Which is the worsted weight, which it calls for worsted weight, mm-hmm. and it's, I have it in the color Almanac. Which is an awesome color. It's a beautiful dark blue. But if you've seen the Shetland colors, they're all, like, sort of heathered. Yeah. Or, you know, the way it's, like, a bunch, a mix of colors. Yeah. It's beautiful, and I decided I'm going to do it in that color because I wanted it, I was trying to, I was thinking about doing it in a lighter color so you could see the lace leaf pattern more. Mm -hmm. But I actually think the blue, you'll be able to see it. Like, I think you'll... It's not super, I mean, it's dark, but it's not super dark. It's not, like, navy. Yeah. Still very, it's still blue. Yeah. I, I think, I think it'll be okay. Okay. So I'm going to start that. I've already wound the yarn, and I'll probably start that this week. I was mostly just waiting to finish this shawl before okay. I started that. Yeah, I know you um, wound up the yarn. Did you actually start it? The... No, I'm casting on this week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. But it took, it took, me, it took, me, it took me a while because I had to, I had to uh, as we were talking about, this is my first week back at work. Yeah. So what's the first thing I do when I go into work? Print knitting patterns. Printed color knitting patterns. <laughs> I was like, oh, this I is thought it's the one nice thing about working in a big office with lots of printing equipment. It's like I don't feel that bad about printing the occasional. I don't feel that pattern. Bad at all. I don't have a color printer, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I don't either, and uh, I don't have a printer here. But I, yeah, yeah. I mean, all. I just thought like, uh, so I had like all these patterns I wanted to. We have print, laser printers so. at work. They're fast. They're, fast. They're way faster. So that's the first thing I did when I went to work. That's I was hilarious. Like, I was like, what do I have to print? So I printed like I had paperwork for her. I had to print, and then I had. Um, like a couple knitting patterns. Awesome. So that was that was my first uh, my first week of work. Nice. Thank you, work. Thank you, work. And that's it for me. Okay. How about you? Cool. Uh, I'm working on a bunch of stuff as usual. I finished some things this week, so I felt like it was okay to. Uh, I didn't. I don't think I started anything new, but I want to start all the things right now. Yeah. My head is like just bursting with all these things I want to knit, and I don't know if it's because it's almost fall or just because. I, you know, yeah, I finished a bunch of stuff, but I want to knit everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've wound a bunch of yarn, but haven't started anything new because I want to sort of make some progress on some of the things I have currently. So let me find the first one, which, hmm, what did I do with it? Maybe I didn't bring it in. All right, well, the first thing I'm working on are my beef squab socks. Oh. Yeah, which... I, You're working on that last time I saw you, right? Yes. Yeah. And we're yeah, yeah. working on the socks. Um, We've seen each other. You know, we just haven't yeah, no, we haven't podcasted in three months, but I, I've seen Kimberly a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we have a weekly date. We have a date. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they're the Smooth Operator Socks by Susan B. Anderson, nice. which is her newest pattern. 
for uh, self, mostly self-striping yarn and socks and uses an afterthought heel. It's a really cool pattern. I finished one sock and I'm about halfway through the second sock. Oh, nice. I've gone past the point where I put in waist yarn to mark where the heel is going to go. Mm -hmm. um, and now I'm just going to knit part of the leg before I go back and do the heel and then I'll have to go back and finish the toe. And these are knit in Nomadic Yarns Brit Sock, which is a BFL base, and that's in the color Beef Squatch from Aww. Bob's Burgers. Nice. Beef Squatch! And yeah, those are going really well. I hope to have those done really pretty soon mm -hmm. because they're, they're really close to completion. And so far, I really like the pattern. Uh, I like the way the afterthought heel is looking. I think Susan does it a little bit differently than some other people do. And she actually just released a addition to that pattern with some variations that she made herself um, to make the heel look even better. And I'm not going to do that this time around because I already did the first heel one way, but I think if I do the pattern again, which I'm sure I will, I'm going to try one of her variations to see if I like that look even more. So yeah, that's going well so far. And uh, those are knit on US zero or two millimeter carbons. And yeah, those are good. Okay, what else do I have? Oh, I have, I started a new pro. I did start a new project actually. <laughs> I started a hat. A hat? A hat. Is it a hat I would like? <laughs> um, maybe, I don't know if it'll fit you. <gasps> too small. Too small. I'm looking at it right now. I Being know. Too small, that's I, beautiful. I adjusted the pattern actually. I did see that, I think on Instagram. Yes, you might have. I think I posted a picture of the ribbing on Instagram. Yeah. That's so really pretty. This is the Hina Giku hat by 87 Knit. It looks like chocolate. It looks like um, candy. It looks like candy. It's a free pattern on Ravelry. It looks like crazy Wonka candy. <laughs> I'm using uh, a yarn uh, from Stimpy Lab called Warm DK. I can't hear you say Stimpy Lab. Without thinking of Ren and Stimpy? Yeah. Yeah. Stimpy. 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 Stimpy Lab. <laughs> what are you doing? Okay, sorry. This is, yeah, Stimpy Lab, which is an indie dyer. I think I might be local or local-ish. Oh. Uh, I know the eight altered stitch, I think because that's where I got this, carries some of their yarn. And I've had this yarn for a while. This is actually the third time I've tried to knit this yarn. Mm -hmm. The first time was a cowl. The second time was another hat. And I just wasn't for whatever reason, happy with those right. projects, and I ended up ripping them. And the other day when I was going through, occasionally I'll go, when I want to make new projects, I'll go through my bins of yarn just to see what I have in there, and I found the skein again. And so I took it out because I thought it would make a really good hat. Nice. And I'm really liking this so far. The colorway I'm using is called The Suburbs, and it is... Uh, it's like a million colors. It's mostly, I mean, it mostly looks like a, a bunch of different shades of like grass green and lime green and like sort of yellow green, but then all these pops of like hot pink and purple and blue and yellow. It's very vibrant. Yeah. Like strong colors. I don't know how to describe this color. It's, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of shades in it, which is why I think it's really good for this hat. The hat is... It looks like a unicorn threw up. <laughs> a unicorn threw up? In the best way possible. <laughs> it look, on the grass. On the grass? Yeah. Okay. It looks amazing. 
Unicorn gets sick on the grass? Yeah. Okay. Hashtag unicorn gets, gets sick, sick on, on the grass. grass. <laughs> or nope. you, unicorn has too much to drink? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking unicorn. Hungover unicorn. Hungover unicorn. I bet no one's done that hashtag yet. Probably not. I'm going to start it. You're going to start it? Yeah. So, yeah, it's really variegated. But These it's, listeners are like, oh my God, happening? she's back. She's ha- what's this happening? What happens? what happens when Kimberly's back? <laughs> um, it uses something called the daisy stitch, which is an easy stitch, but it's a little bit hard on my hands. You, This is a free pattern, so I'm not giving anything, anything away, but you knit three together, yarn over, and then knit three together into the same stitch. Whoa. So if you've ever done like a regular, like, I'll show you, like. No, I think I've done this stitch. Yeah, so you knit, I'm going to show Kimberly, hurt, right? It hurt my hands. It does kind of hurt, so you knit three together, but then you don't take it off, and then you yarn over, and then you like knit three together again. I've told you, yeah. I've done, I haven't done it with three, I did it with two. Two or one. I did it with one, yeah. like I've done it with one a bunch of times, and it just basically kind of creates this really cool, I almost like a whim. That hurt my hand. Like flower stitch. It's called daisy stitch. And it is kind of a little bit hard on your hands, like the knit three together part. But you're only doing it every other row. And, yeah, I mean, I really, I really like how it's looking. Uh, There's twisted rib on the bottom, which I really think is nice looking. That is really cool. Yeah. The knits really stand out, which is really cool. And so I'm probably about halfway, halfway done with this hat. And, oh, like I said in the beginning, I adjusted this. I think it has you cast on 120 stitches and then do some increases before starting the like actual pattern. And I was thinking 120 is probably going to be too big for me. Even though it's DK weight yarn, like 120 is a lot. I feel like I've done fingering weight yarn uh, hats with like 120 or 100, you know, around that number. And I just didn't think it would be the right size for me I tend to like my hats to be kind of fitted at least at the brim too Mm -hmm. so I thought I cast it on 96 stitches but like later when I counted before starting the patterning I think I was at 104 or something like that (laughs) I'm not really sure how that happened it was probably because I started thinking maybe I'd cast on 120 Mm -hmm. Um, but it worked out because I was going to cast on 96 and maybe increase some for the you know hat pattern, what the the pattern does itself, I would just use a different number. But since I was already at like 104, I just did increase. Do you think that you did this purposefully so I could not steal this hat? I mean, you could probably still fit it. I don't like, know. No. 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 That hat looks here, like. I'm no. gonna let you look at here because the hat is like perfectly fit for your head, and my head is like four times larger. It is not four times it's larger. Like, I mean, look at this. It stretches. It stretches. <laughs> you're so funny. It's not, that's not how it looks. You could, you're making it seem like it doesn't this fit. This hat does not fit a normal human being, no. let alone a big-headed human being such as myself. You're so funny. That's all I'm saying. Um, that's how that's how kids. That's how you prevent someone from stealing, stealing a your hat. house. Uh, I'm using the for the brim. I use US uh, three needles, and for the body of the hat, I'm using fives. I think in the pattern it says to use threes and sixes, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of a loose knitter, and I just thought going up from a three to a six was a really big jump. That is a really big it's jump. A, it was like a real big jump, so I just went up to a five, and I think that's fine. It's not super tight or anything. It's really pretty. Yeah, I think this yarn's amazing. Yeah, I think this hat pattern and this yarn were meant to be. It is. Finally. Because, you know, the pattern really um, showcases 
like the, the colors, colors yeah like the little like daisy stitches are like these little blips of color and it breaks up so it's not pooling or anything yeah it's great yeah so it's really fun so that's been really cool I just started that a few days ago and I'm about halfway done very nice yeah all right what else am I working on I oh I picked up again sorry, it's a little crinkly this bag uh, what's on that bag it's like a this is a bagu bag one of those zippered bags and it's like sort of an ocean print Pretty. Yeah. And so I picked up a project that I started a while ago. I hadn't done any progress on. And this is called the Cyclades Vest by Elena Nodell. And I don't know if you remember this, but... I do remember that. Do you remember it? Because I remember the color, because I have a yarn very similar color mm -hmm. way with that. And I oh, don't, okay. Do you remember we talked about this? I don't know what yarn it is. No, I don't remember this at oh, all. I can't, because I don't know what the tag is, and I had gotten it out of, I mean, I wound it, like, this was probably 10 years ago. Oh. I lost maybe, the tag. Maybe I'll go look at it later, maybe I can recognize it's it. It's very similar color to that. Okay, well, this is Mad Tosh. It's beautiful. And the Cyclades Vest is, this is uh, for a child. This is for my friend's toddler. I think, before, <laughs> this is like three or four years ago when we were in Atlanta for another friend's baby shower, I asked my friend to take me to Eat, Sleep, Knit, which is not in Atlanta, but it is sort of close, not really. <laughs> it's kind of a really interesting, it's an out-of-the-way location. It's in Smyrna, but it's like, it's not like in a big shopping area or anything. So we're like driving up this hill, and my other two friends were like, where are we going? What are we doing? We're going for yarn? What's happening? So see, I don't feel bad. I feel bad like asking people who are going on vacation to get me yarn. But if I'm on vacation with other people, I don't feel bad about asking them to just go with me to get yarn. Well, it's an adventure. Right. So Itzelipno is a really cool store. They have a ton of like gorgeous yarn, like lots of Mantash and Tannis and like Malbriga and just all these indie dyers and sock yarns. It's really cool. But I was buying some stuff and my friend said, you know, I mean, if I bought some yarn, would you make my daughter like a little she was imagining sort of like a little short sleeved like cardigan like that she could just like clasp in the middle that's cute yeah and she lives in Arizona so it's hot there so she didn't want like you know like a really bulky big bulky thing. wool sweater and so she bought me two skeins of Madeline Tosh Merino DK in their spectrum colorway which is a really beautiful uh colorway of sort of teal blues and greens and purples. It's very jewel-toned, and it's really pretty. But, you know, I kept this yarn for like two years and didn't do anything with it. Mm -hmm. And earlier this year, I thought to myself, I better start this because at some point the kid's going to get too big and I won't have enough yarn, you yeah. know? And so I am making the four-year-old size. Her daughter is not four quite yet. I think she'll be four in January or February. Oh, so you have time. Yeah, I, I want to make it for her, hopefully, before the end of this year so she can, you know, wear it sort of in the fall. And, yeah, the Cyclades vest is, you know, basically what I talked about. It's like a short sleeve uh, cardigan. There's a little, like, closure in the middle, and it's done from the top down with sort of contiguous sleeves. Like, I think that's what they call them. And so right now I've got a couple inches done, and I'm basically just working back and forth and doing the sleeve increases and also increases on the front and yeah so far that is going well uh what needles am i using 
I am using US 4 or 3.5 millimeters, and I'm using the uh, Knitter's Pride marbles. Nice. They're these uh, sort of plastic ones that have a really cool marble texture to them. I received a set a while ago to review, which I haven't done yet, uh, because I haven't had a chance to work with them a lot. And so uh, hopefully when I work more on this, I'll be able to give you guys a sort of a better opinion of these needles. But so far, it's working. Um, I'm not having any issues with them on this project, but I'm kind of glad I picked this back up. It's one of those things where you put it away for so long, and then when you take it out, you think to yourself, oh, am I going to remember what the heck I was doing? Yeah, you know, I'm going to have to start over. You know, I was really kind of worried about that. Sometimes but it's, like, better for me just to rip it all out and start over. over. Yeah. yeah, I thought maybe I'd have to. figure out where I was. Yeah. Because I hadn't done very much. But, it, like, luckily I was able to look at the pattern and look at the knitting and figure out what I was doing and just keep going. Mm -hmm. So, one day, hopefully soon, that will be done. That's, yeah, the cyclades vest. Sorry, zippers. And... I think that's it for me on whips. Okay. Yeah. Faux show. What? What's what's up, Kimberly? Faux show. <laughs> uh, I miss you. I try to say it by myself, and it's not as good. Did you Did you say it? I I did. Yeah. Did you just say it? you're like faux show? Yeah. I think I tried to say it fun a couple times, and then after that, I was just like, yeah. No, you got it. You got to get into it. You'd be like show i'm just not as good as you i'm just crazy you are crazy it's all the drugs they give you in the hospital <laughs> oh no wait that three months ago that. yeah, yeah. Never, mind. Mm -hmm. Never mind for faux show i have two things this week yeah the first one is my spindrift shawl <gasps> i'm showing done. to kimberly yeah oh, it's done pretty. it's blocked there's some hair on it of course or Oh, look at that. Pretty. All right. So, Spin is a pattern by Helen Stewart. I made mine in the Lemonade Shop Simple Sock. I did have, oh, she's completely wrapping around her face now. I did have a little bit of an almost knitting emergency right near the end. If you put your face on it, it's like everything's rainbow. It is rainbow. <laughs> um, right when I was near the end, you know, I was knitting. I only, at the last time I talked to you guys, I only had seven or eight rows left. And everything was going swimmingly, and it was going fine, and then it was time for the last row where I did the Pico bind-off, and silly me, I didn't check in my knitting bag how much yarn I had yet left. <gasps> I just assumed I had enough yarn, right? Yeah. Because, you know, the percentage system, and I, you know, I didn't check gauge or anything, you know. Silly me, right? And so, I'm all about, I'm not too far, I'm maybe like a quarter of the way into the Pico bind-off, and suddenly I realize my yarn is like dangling it's like the end of the yarn and I it's just like crap <laughs> <laughs> so I pulled it all back and dug into my stash so this colorway is uh speckled and it's a peachy pink base with just a bunch of like bright neon rainbow blips uh, as you can tell, I really like bright colors. So, like, this has a lot of bright colors in it, and I just figured I would find another color in my stash that I could use just for the bind-off. Mm -hmm. And uh, because I have a ton of pink, <laughs> I figured I would go with hot pink, and so I picked up a ball of Knit Picks Stroll Brights and the Pucker colorway, which is, like, the neon pink. 
And then I just use, I tie that on and use that for the bind off. It's really pretty. I actually really like yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I like the way it looks this way. I didn't anticipate doing it this way. It's more of a necessity, but it does look really nice. But it brings out the pink in the shawl, mm -hmm. and it's also super, super bright. It's a nice contrast to the the softer pink. Mm -hmm. Like the, yeah, of the rest of the, of the base. Shawl. Yeah. And this was my first really uh, Pico bind off, mm -hmm. but it was really easy. And I, I know a lot of people don't like doing it sometimes. Um, but I didn't mind it at all, and it, I think it looks pretty fun. I think it's really pretty. Yeah. So, very nice. Very happy this one is done. I've it's had it for a while. It's not yeah. super big. Is it for you? Yeah. Nice. I wouldn't mind if it was, like, bigger, but it's just, like, a single skein shawl, so. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, it is really pretty. Yeah. Ow, now it's stuck on me. <laughs> Sorry. All right. That one's done. And then the next one, Kimberly, is... <gasps> oh, did you finish? Oh, my... Ta-da! I knew it. I knew it. I was thinking, like, I bet. I bet she's going to say she finished <laughs> that one. This is my Hitchhiker Shawl. So pretty. By Martina Bame. Again, it's a lemonade shop kind of week because this is also the lemonade shop. This is... Blue Fluffy, Blue Fluffy unicorn. unicorn. on the sparkle base. So it was, like, pretty sparkles in oh, there. Oh, so pretty. Yeah, so I, I finished this guy, too. It's all blocked. I think I did about, the pattern I think calls for 41 teeth rows before decreasing, um, you know, or to your taste, you know, yeah. but I ended up doing, I think 35 or 36, because yeah. I wanted enough yarn to, it says to stop when you have about six grams left, mm -hmm. and I stopped around 14 because I wanted to have at least five to eight grams left over for my scrappy blanket. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I actually do. I, that's how much. I think I have eight grams left. Oh, that's good. And so this is, again, another, I think, personally, I like bigger shawls. So, I mean, I still like this, but it is, yeah. like, not very, it's not very big. But, you know, I think, I mean, it's probably more practical for me to have well, smaller shawls, but. Well, yes, it's more practical, but I I'm think so because, warm right <laughs> I know, because of the brightness yeah. of the yarn. Right. I think it's actually less is more. You mean you don't, you you mean I shouldn't want to look like a clown threw up on me? I mean, I'm not saying. Or a unicorn threw up on I'm me. I'm not saying that it's bad to look like a clown or a unicorn threw up on you. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that, like, because that shawl color is so concentrated. Mm -hmm. Intense. It, yeah, it yeah. will stand out. Yeah. And I wear a lot of neutrals in regular life, so. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm really happy this one's finally done. We, I mean, we, I started this when we started our Rainbows and Unicorns in a long, like, January. Well, I mean, I think, I think I started this one later than January, but it was part of that knit along. So, oh, Blue's awake. Well, Blueberry's awake. She's looking at the shawl. She's looking at the blue fluffy unicorn shawl. And hang out with it, baby. Yeah. And hang out with it. <laughs> Don't think about it. Maybe she'll fall asleep. Maybe again. she will. Um, yeah, those are two of my two finished objects this week. I'm really happy they're both done. I But now I'm, like, itching, itching. to, like, put another shawl on. I think I might start another one, like, t this weekend. Because you finished two? Yeah, because I finished yeah, two. That's yeah. hard. I do like having sort of the mindless, easy, like, shawl ha around, you know I what I mean? I love that. Yeah. I love that. I've discovered that I need, I always need something that's just, like, stockinette or garter stitch mm -hmm. going on. Yeah. Because I don't want to, I don't want to work too hard sometimes. Sometimes you just want to sit down, watch TV, and just zone yeah i think that's why a lot of people like you know vanilla socks so much they're small and you just knit around and around yeah I mean, you don't like socks though but a lot so i think also that you know these sort of simple shawls are really popular right now yeah 
you know, they're just interesting enough, you know, not to be boring, but you can totally like take them social knitting or just watch TV or go to the movies where you don't have to like count or like see what you're doing. Yeah. I've done actually done a lot of that. I brought both of those pro- those shell projects to the movies with me in the last like month or two. And it works. Yeah. And it's been really cool. Like, like you know, I'm knitting in the movies and it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's great. Multitasking. Yeah. Multitasking. So yeah, those are my FOs this week. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Moving on to cute. 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 So do you do you want me to go or you want to go? I'll talk about my project. Yeah. Okay, so I had a baby. Yes. And um, like I was saying, I really want to knit for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have this, I think, and I don't know, maybe it's just me. I'm quite morbid and everything. But <laughs> I, had, I had this, like, thought that if for some awful reason I die mm-hmm. before she's, you know, like before uh, an untimely death, or if you get sucked into another dimension and don't know how to get back for a while. Yeah, because that would that would probably you know suck right. too. Yeah. Um, un- unless unless it was an awesome dimension, but you know right. I would still miss everybody. Right. Um, I thought I would like to I would like her to have something to remember me by. Something that you made. Something that I yeah. made that that she could that my husband could give her for her birthday every year. Um, even if you weren't there. If, even if I'm not here. And that thought was, of course, knitting. So I've decided that I'm going to knit her a birthday gift. Two. Um, yeah, two. I'm going to knit her two birthday gifts a year. So what, what? at least. So what's happening is I'm knitting the birthday gift that I'm going to give her this current year, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going to figure out what I'm going to give her when she turns one. one. Mm-hmm. But I'm also going to start at the age of 18 and then work backwards. Mm-hmm. So I'll be knitting birthday number one and birthday number 18, birthday number two and birthday number 17, birthday number three, birthday number 16. Right. Just working backwards. Yeah. Working backwards. Um, And then just putting away the older ones for those years. Yes. And I'll label them and everything. Okay. So that's what the Great Divide Shawl is, actually. Um, The Great Divide Shawl is her birthday present when she turns 18 that I knit that is not just like a birthday present to her, but it also includes... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, it also includes the same yarn that I use to make her baby blanket yeah. with. So that's why I'm particularly happy that I used her baby blanket yarn. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's number 18. Number 17 is going to be the um, leaf, uh, oh, lovely the... leaf lace <laughs> scarf <laughs> from Pearl Soho. Scarf, yeah. yeah, so that's going to be her number 17. Uh-huh. And I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's my project. Have you that's my cue. Have you picked out besides the first two, which you're already kind of working on? Have you picked the other ones, or do you have a pool that you're gonna pick from? I haven't picked the other ones. I've I've got to I've got to look at what I'm gonna give her for her first birthday. Right. Because oh, because you I'm haven't not, done that yet. You're I haven't right. done that yet. Okay. But I'm not too worried because let's be honest, she's a baby. Oh yeah, they're small. They're oh, small, so yeah. I'll probably just make her a little baby hat or like booties or yeah. something. Socks. Yeah, something really really small. Yeah. Hello, are you awake? Um, and that way, it'll be something really simple and yeah. something that won't take up as much time, and I can focus on the ones that are the bigger projects. The bigger projects. Okay. So I'm super excited about this. I was just talking to Tweet a couple of weeks ago, actually, when I realized I was going to finish this. It's like, how do I store it? Oh, yeah. Um, and we were talking about, I mean, yeah. it'd be I, interesting to know how you guys store yeah, long-term if, knitting projects. You know, I give him really some ideas, but... I mean, I don't know if I, you know, of course I want my knits to last as long as possible, but I'm not actually thinking, like, how can I keep them in, you know, perfect condition 
for another 17 years. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure it's, you know, like I told Kimberly, like animal fibers will degrade, but, you know, we can do as much as we can on this side to keep it as fresh and, you know, at least pest-free as possible. Um, but if you guys have, you know, long-term storage ideas and, you know, just, uh, yeah, just storage and care ideas for woolen knits, like, let us know. I'd be interested to hear um, what you guys do. I mean, we live in, like, Southern California, so we don't have extreme weather, which is nice, but it is warm, you know, mm -hmm. if that's, you know, an issue. But it's dry. Yeah, it's dry, and, you know, of course we'll keep it indoors, and... You know, I was talking to Kimberly about the possibility of getting, like, a cedar chest. Yeah. Which would be kind of cool. Um, but, yeah. If you guys have tips, tricks, ideas for that kind of stuff, let us know. Um, yeah, we'd like I'd to I'd really be interested. I definitely want to take care of my knits. But um, this is kind of a more, it's a, it's a different thing, which I think is interesting. Yeah. I mean, I've never, I've never tried to do this. I don't know what made me think about doing it this way, but, yeah. Yeah, well, I guess because you were thinking about your my demise, your death, yeah, my timely demise, <laughs> your timely, yeah, you know. Um, but I think also, I, I that might be kind of normal once you have a kid. You I know, think to that think is because you want to. I think people think about like, you want to take if care I'm of them. Be there, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, this is this is like very exciting for me. This shawl, and mm -hmm. um, but you you feel like it's giving you more motivation. Yeah, I'm totally more motivated to like get through. 18 projects yeah. in a very short amount of time. What happens if you get through them, like, you know, in five years or something? Um, I think I'll go I'll go higher then. Okay. Like, instead, then I'll go, like, 19, 20, 21. Yeah. Um, Are you going to still knit for yourself, you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think it's funny because we were, I think we were, I was talking to Twee and our good friend Peggy. We were laughing because I was saying, you know, I love this shawl. I think it's very bright and vibrant and pretty. And, and of course, you know, she's going to turn 18. She's probably going to hate it. Oh, probably. Like, <laughs> they're teenagers. They're going to hate what you do. They don't know. They don't well, think you know knows? what you're talking what about. Like, who what knows if, what, what she's if you doing? knit something that's totally, I mean, I can't imagine that, but I mean, no one, I guess any style seems really cool at the time, but what if like when she's 18, you give this to her, it's a totally like, like not cool in style. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's almost like she's just wearing something that's just. She'll be like, shawls, no one wears a shawl anymore. No or one wears those, scarves. Or those colors or, you know, or what if it's just, like, something terrible. Yeah. Like a bad fad. I yeah. can't imagine that because I, I feel like the shapes and things you're knitting are pretty classic. But, I mean, you never know. You never like, know. And while you're in it, you think you look totally cool. But then when you see the picture of you in, like, hammer pants, you think, what the hell was I thinking? Right. Well, and that's the thing, too, is, you know, your kids always... Your kids are always going to swing one way, I feel like. They're either going to love it, love it, love it, or they're going to think you don't know what you're talking you about. You know, but I think that if you, as she grows, she sees you knitting, and hopefully one day she'll want to knit, yeah. things like that, and if you make her sort of like an appreciate knitting early on and give her knits early, early on, I can't imagine her suddenly... I guess it would be weird if like she suddenly just got an item at 18 and was like, what is this? But if you've been giving her... like knits and she's been wearing knits since she was a baby like she'll it'll probably be all right yeah she'll probably be cool yeah or at least or at least you know she'll appreciate, appreciate the it. effort that went into it yeah even if it's you know if she hates you know yellow when it's yellow or whatever exactly. but exactly yeah yeah but that's a really cool um little plan you got there very interesting yeah i think i mean listen it's gonna be 
I mean, who knows? It might change too as you. Yeah, go it along. might change. It's gonna. <laughs> she's hanging out. She's hanging out. She's teething at the moment, so that's been fun. Um, she's uh, we're, we're gonna see how it how it goes because I'm really excited about it, and I think yeah. that you should ride it out while you're like have your big enthusiasm for it. Yeah, sure. exactly, exactly, and and you know, like 18 projects is really not that much in the grand scheme of things. Oh, you're already working on your second one. Yeah, and she's only three and a half, four months, so. Yeah. That's very so cool. I'm pretty excited about it. So that's Absolutely. my that's my cue to be continued. To be continued as as you find more things to cue. I'm pretty excited because I've gotten one down. I've got another two to go. Yeah. Number two to go. I'm gonna have number three. It's gonna be a small project for her yeah. first birthday. Does that mean no more like Christmas living for family this year? At least this year, I guess. No, I'll probably still do that too. Maybe, I mean, yeah. I don't want to stop. It's just you know this is my focus right now. Yeah. But it'll probably well. You're change. pretty. You know. You like to knit one thing at a time yeah. anyway, so. I'm pretty monogamous. Okay. But we'll see. Okay. Right? We'll see. Cool. Thanks. What have you cued? I know you've cued something. I have cued something. What is it? Hi, baby. Do you want me um, to pick you up? I have cued. If you follow us on Instagram, I reposted this the other day, but I found a pattern for a knit unicorn. Yeah. Yeah. And it is called Nilla the Unicorn. And... The pattern is by Rachel Borello Carroll, and she's known as the Yarnigans on um, Instagram, and I think maybe on Ravelry too. And she was saying how you know, she makes toy patterns, and she Hi. wanted to buy her daughter like a unicorn sort of doll, and they didn't like any of them, so she decided to make one, make her own pattern. Yeah, good for her. So I'm gonna show it to Kimberly right now. It's <gasps> Isn't that cute? You did post it. Yeah. So I thought that, that that's really cute. I thought that that was part of that doll series that's been popping up on um, Facebook. I got to find it. I'll okay. find it. Oh, I don't know. So this is a it's a, a toy. It's worsted weight. It ends up being about 14 inches long. So it's a pretty big toy. That's a pretty big toy. Yeah. And it's just like a unicorn. It's not sort of horse style where, you know, it's like four legs on the ground. It's kind of like doll style where there's like a body and two legs on the bottom and two arms. And, yeah, it has, you know, ears and a horn and really cool tail, which looks like it's made out of, you know, novelty yarn or something. And I think this would be really fun. I kind of want to make one. I totally want to make one. Right? Yeah, we should do a nil. I feel like maybe we should. Ooh, a nil. Maybe. Okay, I'm going to write this down. want a unicorn? I have some, like... Cascade Hollywood, which is a discontinued yarn, but it's it's worsted weight and it has like like Stellina sparkle in it too. So I was thinking that might be fun, like a gray unicorn with like I don't know pink hair or something. Dude, yeah. So I'm thinking of like a white unicorn with rainbow hair, like Starla. Starla yeah. So she made this other hair. one too, and we're on our Instagram right now where she made one with a rainbow body and pink arms. Oh, which so is super cute. cute. Or if you bought like. You know what, like a self-striping rainbow, like yarn. You can make the whole thing out of that. Like, so yeah, we might have to do a knit along. That would be really cool, actually. Oh my gosh, we haven't even talked about toys. We can knit the blueberry. This is true. The monster toys. The array oh, of monster you know toys. I have so many monster. toy patterns from Rebecca Danger. I yeah, should make her some. me too. Yeah. <gasps> do you want all hand knit monster toys? I mean, who doesn't, right? My little we will little have to baby. Discuss. So, yeah, so I'm queuing that. Maybe we'll do something in the future with that. That's awesome. And then I printed out some patterns this week. I bought some patterns. I picked the blueberry up, and now she's going to Yeah, now she's going to hang out. She's going to podcast with us. Uh, I just printed out this pattern that was released, I think, this week. 
and it's a pay pattern, paid pattern. It's called Rock Creek by Boyland Networks, and it is a pullover sweater. Oh, pretty. Even though I <laughs> haven't did any sweaters this year, even though I'm supposed to knit at least one, uh, I'm trying to figure out which one I want to knit, and I've been sort of, yeah, it's my planning brain. I want to knit, like, all the sweaters right now. And this is a pullover, and it looks like it's a textured stitch. And then it has kind of a high-low thing going on where the front is a little bit higher mm -hmm. than the back. It's a bit boxy. It has a boat. That's sort funny. Of a, I didn't realize that was purposeful Yeah. in the picture. Yeah, okay. it is. It has sort of a boat neck, and the sleeves are like three-quarter. I mean, you can make them longer, but I think in the you know picture here, it's sort of like three-quarter. I'll show Kimberly like another little picture of it. Oh, that's pretty. It looks really casual yeah. and sort of pretty. Um, I think it would be nice, and it uses worsted weight yarn. So I'm queuing that, and then I also bought a collection of 13 hat patterns just this week. Uh, it's the Tea Collection by Claire Devine, or Devine, and I've been um, sort of lusting after this collection for a while now, and just this week I saw that there was a 20% off coupon for everything in Claire's uh, Ravelry store. Oh, nice. Yeah, she's part of something called the Indie Knit Along. You can find it on Ravelry, and I'm not exactly sure what's going on. Some kind of a knit along that involves indie designers, and the coupon code for this was called Indie KAL20, so it's 20% off. Uh, I think it's good maybe for another day or two. And so this is a collection of 13 hat patterns. They're all really fun, and I love hats, so... More hats, more hats for you to steal, Kimberly. And I think it's 12 pounds for 13, but with a 20% off, it ended up being less than 10 pounds. So I paid about 12 in the half, like 12.50 or something for 13 patterns, okay. which is pretty good. Um, this is a different pattern that I printed, but yeah, I only printed out actually three of the patterns because mm -hmm. it's a like an ebook and it was. 58 pages long. <laughs> so I just printed out the three, the three, that you want the three hat patterns that I think I would make sort of first. And let's see, I printed out Earl Grey. They're all named after, it's a tea collection, so they're all named after teas. Uh, Lady Grey. I think these are both worsted. And then I printed out a chunky hat pattern called Hibiscus, which looks really fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, the tea collection by Claire Devine. Uh, I would like to make all of them, but these are the three in my the top of my queue. Nice. Yeah. Uh, next up, we are going into In My Mailbox. Did you... Uh, in My Mailbox is just um, fun things that we've received that maybe we didn't buy. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I only have one thing. Uh, after the last episode or two, a really nice listener reached out to me on Ravelry. And I didn't ask to use her name, so I will not use it, but she... I was talking about making chemo caps for our friend mm -hmm. yep. who's going to go have chemo or she started it. And she asked me, she said that she usually makes chemo caps, you know, sort of in between her bigger projects. And she has one right now, a blue one, that has sort of no, um, it wasn't like allotted to anyone. And she asked me if, you know, I wanted it so oh, that I could give lovely. to my friend. And I said, well, sure, like that would be awesome if you don't have a purpose for it because God knows I, you know, can't knit everything. Yeah. Um, and so she sent it, and it was really, really beautiful. I'm going to hang on. Let me find a picture for Kimberly because I don't have it with me. 
and it's a yeah, really pretty blue hat. That is really yeah, pretty. Yeah, it's really pretty. And so, but she also sent in the package a skein of yarn. <gasps> yeah. And the note said, like, you know, I thought that you would like to try some of the yarn that this hat is knit in. Mm-hmm. So she sent me a skein of just, just yarn. Oh, just, that's so sweet Yeah, of her. which is so nice. That's so, so nice. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. So this yarn is Canon Hand Dyes, mm-hmm. which I really like her stuff. I have one skein of her yarn, which I haven't used yet. And this is her the Ed, the Edgar Worsted. Clearly, mm. this is meant to be because Kimberly had a bunny named Edgar, and mm-hmm. she loves that name. It's 100% superwash merino, a worsted weight, so it's 218 yards and 100 gram skein. And this was from the yeah. Harry Potter Club oh. from April 2016. It's called Honey Dukes. Nice. So this hey. colorway is sort of a creamy white with a mauvey pink. And then sort of a, what is this color? Sort of a, I don't know how to describe bluish it. Bluish green. It's like a green. It's like a sea foam. Yeah, oh, maybe like a sea foam. A little darker than sea foam, but yeah. sort of that shade. And yeah, she just sent me this yarn along with a hat for our friend. That's lovely. Which is crazy, right? Thank you very so much. So thank you. I really can't wait to try this. It'll probably become a hat. Yep. Yeah. So that's what's in my mailbox. And then... We go on to retail therapy. Retail therapy. Kimberly, have you bought anything? I don't think you have. You've been really good. I want to say that I have bought something, but I don't remember what it was because it was like right. Oh, right when you right had the when baby. I, yeah. So okay. I'll have to. You I'll can, have to you think about, about it for next time. Yeah. Or if you can think about it, it before yeah. the end of the episode. Okay. I haven't done too much damage this week. I did not bring one thing, but I bought a sock blink from. An indie dyer called Dyed in the Wool Yarn Co. I follow her on Instagram, and she's always posting really, really pretty things. And recently, I think she had a coupon code for 10% off, and I figured it's time to bite the bullet and just buy something. Ooh, she wants you to buy her something, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to tweet about you? I don't think the colorway I bought has a name, but it looks sort of like a gradient, and it goes from sort of a plummy purple up to an olive green. I don't know if I have a picture of it for you, Kimberly. Hmm. I posted it on Instagram, too. Um, I think I saw it. Did you see it? I think so. I I like to post things on Instagram, apparently. I really enjoy Instagram. (laughs) I think it's my preferred social media of choice. Oh, it's mine, too. Like, way above uh, Twitter and uh, Facebook. Oh, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, so it's really pretty. It's sort of a, yeah, green and sea foam up into, like, a darker, like, plummy purple with uh, speckles of black and, like, a rust color. Nice. And I think that'll be fun. It's a single sock blank, meaning it's just, like, they make double ones, too, so if you get two to time socks, you can do that. Oh, right. Have you ever seen a sock blank? No. Okay. Well, it's, like, one piece of knitted fabric, and they dye it that way. Oh, I see. Yeah. Right. So this is just a single one, because, I I mean, I I don't knit two to time socks, Mm. so I wouldn't Mm. find much Mm. use in that. And... I don't think I'm gonna make socks with these. I think I'm gonna make something cool, like maybe a cowl, so okay. that you can see the gradient. Yeah, that would be pretty. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what I'm gonna do with it. And this base is called Single Spark Sock Blink. So it's a 70/20 and a 5% blend of Superwash Merino, Nylon, and Stellina. And there should be 435 yards in the 100 gram sock blink. Nice. 
I also got a new project bag in the mail <gasps> this week. <clears throat> Showing it to Kimberly right now. Oh, it's pretty. Uh, it's from uh, Sarah at You So and So. Oh, I really like we, the top. We do love, yeah, You So and So. So this is a large bag, but uh, it's a new. It's not new the style, but it's new to me because I have not bought a bag in this style before. It's called, I think, the foldover bag. So she usually has zippers at the tops of her bags. But this bag is taller than her normal bags, and it has three snaps at the top. And then, so you could put a bigger project project in it and make it taller. Uh, but if your project isn't as big and you you know close the snaps or whatnot, you can then just fold over the top, and then it becomes kind of the size of her regular. It looks like a purse. Bag. It does kind of look like a clutch or something. Yeah, it's really pretty. And I really wanted this because I've been eyeing this fabric from her for a while. Okay. This is called the. Is it a cat? It's kind of like, it's kind of, it's called Ophelia, and it's from Cotton and Steel, I think. It's one oh, of their I new... see. It's a girl with a cat mask. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like portrait style. It was like a little circle, oval portrait of a girl in a dress with like a cat mask on a background. Like, I, the, I, the color I got is sort of a corally orange, mm-hmm. and then it has like black and white flowers on it. It's pretty. Yeah, I really like this fabric. It's unique. And... I think I'd gotten paid, and I just figured she had one of these in the ready to, like, ready to ship. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't made to order, and so I decided to just bite the bullet, and the inside's a really cute cat fabric. Oh, that is cute. Yeah, and I may have another bag coming from her. <gasps> I didn't really mean to, but she posted on Instagram this other fabric that I really like, and uh, it's actually... A custom order that she had purchased the fabric from Spoonflower for... Oh, that's super cute. Yeah, she purchased it for someone else, and she just posted, you know, a progress shot on her Instagram. And it's the Spoonflower fabric that has nuns on it, but nuns. sort of like cartoony nuns. Under Yeah, and behind them is like a light blue background yeah. with hearts. If you follow... Uh, she's like a toy designer, and she has other things. I think her name is Monstromo or something like that. And she has a bunch of different, like, designs on, on Spoonflower that she's done. Everything's super cute. She has, like, food, you know, prints, too, that are super cute. But I've been a fan of this nun fabric for a it's while. It's really funny, yeah. And so Sarah had posted, like, you know, just a little piece of it. And I was like, oh, my God, like, you know, I've been wanting that, like, a bag in that fabric for a long time. And... You know, she said, well, I have enough to make an extra one if you want it. That's great. And so I emailed her, and, and we were just, like, having a conversation. And she said, yeah, like, it's a, it was a custom order from Spoonflower, but you can't order a half yard from Spoonflower. So she ordered a whole yard, yeah. and she was just going to put the other bag up in the shop. But if I wanted it, she would just send me an invoice, That's and awesome. I would pay for it. So, yeah, I'm getting a nun bag. I don't know why I think this is so cute, because, I mean, it is just cute. It is but, cute. I mean, I don't. You know, I didn't go to Catholic school or anything. Right, right, I, just, right. I don't know why I find these fun, nuns so funny to me. You yeah. Know? No, I think it's adorable. They're really funny. And Maybe that's why you find it. I don't you know. Didn't go to yeah. Catholic school. Maybe. And I was talking to Sarah, and she does. Yeah, I didn't know this, but she, you know, will do custom orders, you know, and she'll order fabric from Spoonflower for you or from other places. And she actually says she would also do um, bags where you send in the fabric. Oh, because nice. I was telling her, I have a lot of fabric I've bought yeah. to make bags, and then I never make the bags. Yeah. 
And so I was just asking her, you know, would you consider if I sent you the fabric because I already have it? Oh my god, that'd be great. Yeah, so I might check my fabric stash and like I won't send her everything, but maybe I'll send her some things. I'm totally gonna send her something. Yeah, I've got some great fabric that I'm never gonna make. Yeah, you're never gonna make, right? So yeah, so you can send her an email. Her email's on the website, or we can talk if we want to do something together. But that's what I was thinking. So yeah. I have one bag, the Ophelia bag, but the nun bag is coming to me. I ordered just a large zippered bag. Nice. So. Yeah, but the foldover bag is kind of cool, right? I really like the foldover bag. Yeah, this yeah. is fun. And Sarah said that she will be debuting a couple of new bag styles hopefully in the next month or so. Great. Yeah, I'm curious about what what those are, too. I love her bags. They're really well made, and they're a little bit padded, so it's, it's nice. And that's all that I've bought lately. And the baby is being hilarious right now. She's she eating my finger. She is being hilarious. She's teething. She is teething. So she's just eating my finger. That's what that that's, sucking noise is. That's what kids do, though, right? Yeah. yeah. The poor thing. I can't even help her. Yeah. She won't remember. I know. She won't remember. Okay, we're moving on to... <laughs> <laughs> we're moving on to events. Real quick, I just want to remind anyone that's local that the Ultimate Stitch is hosting the Interpretations volume three trunk show right now that goes through oh, august right. 26th yeah that's the uh design collection by hoagie locatelli and vera valamaki i haven't gone by to check it out yet but uh, i think i want to i want to see those samples so and they just got a new shipment of i think spun right round Ooh. yeah might have to might have to pop in might have to pop in and they will also be having a hedgehog party on august 27th. i saw that can you explain that to me what's a hedgehog party <laughs> well sadly there will no, be no real hedgehogs oh. but uh do you know hedgehog fibers <clears throat> no they make some really really awesome yarn i think they're located in ireland or the uk overseas somewhere mm-hmm. and they have really beautiful stuff i haven't managed to get any i haven't ordered any online uh, but there are not very many retailers who just carry them in store. Right. Uh, but uh, I know Make One in Laverne does. I, the last time I went there, they didn't have very much, though I just saw on Instagram today that they got a new shipment in. But the Altus just will be getting a, a bunch of that, which will be fun. So they're having a hedgehog party. Nice. On April, tw- on April August 27th. And there will be lots of yarn and a limited edition kit. Mm. Uh, with a new shawl design by Anthony Casalena, who's a local When's designer. What's the 27th? That's a Saturday? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a Saturday, yeah. A Saturday. I think the weekend right before Labor Day weekend. Okay. You know? So, I don't know. Are you free? Let's go. Um, I might be free. I think yeah, I'll be free like in the morning slash early afternoon. Yeah. Okay. It's from, I don't think there's a time yet. They haven't posted an exact time, but I'll let you know. So if you're local, like, definitely check out the Altered Stitch. They have a lot of stuff going on right now and coming up. Kimberly's making a face, I think, because the blueberry maybe spit on her. Spit up everywhere. Oh, no, is it everywhere? Yeah. Oh, it's, like, clear, so I can't tell. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, there's some, like, right, there's, like, on the carpet right under your leg. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Kimberly. She just looks like, now she's looking at me like she's confused. Like, what happened? What just happened? What happened? What do you think happened? Now you got, you got to change your, your outfit. <laughs> it's on your leg. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the other thing I'm really excited to talk about, <clears throat> Kimberly doesn't know all the details, but we will be hosting <gasps> a, yeah, we're co-hosting a hat knit along. <gasps> hat knit along. Yeah, starting in September, September 1st. We will be co-hosting a hat knit along with Nessa from the Kill the Craft podcast. Yay! Yay! 
we were talking. I know you were talking about doing that. Yes, yeah. we were talking about it, and just this last week, uh, Nessa and I um, hammered out some of the details. So this knit along will run from September first through November fifteenth. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So we just figured it's a really nice time to make hats to get ready for the fall and winter, and you know, both of us just really wanted to make a bunch of hats. So, <clears throat> so we're both gonna host that. Um, you like. I'm going to, right after this goes up, I will be posting a uh, thread in our group with all of the rules. Um, nothing too crazy. You know, we'll both have chatter and FO threads in our, our prospective groups. You have to be a member of those groups to win from in those groups. We will have prizes. Prizes. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm already gathering some stuff. I'm, I'm going to have at least one big prize for the FO thread, and then maybe I'll pull, like, a prize or two from the chatter thread, maybe, like, patterns, so they're mm-hmm. easy to send. Yeah. And this is going to be no whips because, you know, we're giving you, like, I don't even know, two and a half months. And to, they're hats, people. Right, right. There's two they're and a half hats. months to make a hat. It's just... It's not like a blanket. Right. Like, it'd be fun to... Suck it up. Start <laughs> Suck it up. Tough start, love. Start a new hat, and you can't enter more than once. Uh, we'll just ask that you... Put a separate post for each FO you have. I have a question. Yes. Do baby hats count? Uh, we talked about this. So baby hats will count, but because they're small, yeah. uh, yeah. two baby hats equals one entry. Good. See, or one adult hat. You okay. know what I mean? So you can make two baby hats and count as you know one entry uh, for prizes. Yay! And, baby hat. Yeah. So that'll be really fun. Um, you know, yeah, I'll have all the like you know official rules up. In our Ravelry group, if you have questions, you can PM me on Ravelry or send us an email. And what else do I want to say about this? Oh, I have created two bundles in our Ravelry group. <clears throat> they One is a group of hat patterns, just suggestions, just the hat patterns that I like. Oh, that's cool. There's a group that are free patterns and then a group that are paid for patterns. And so that way you can check out whatever you want. And, I mean, if you have a favorite hat pattern or a pattern you've been wanting to knit, that's fine, too. Mm-hmm. Just thought it'd be nice to have some ideas in case you weren't sure. And we're going to call it the Harvest Hat Along. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's cute, right? <clears throat> and the hashtag will be Harvest Hat Along 2016. Nice. And, yeah, after this goes up, I'll put, like, a, the chatter thread up so you can start, like, planning and... All that good stuff. And check out um, the Kilda Craft podcast on YouTube. She'll be talking about it soon, I'm sure. And, yeah, we'll probably get in, hopefully, hopefully one other podcast before that starts. But I wasn't sure, so I wanted to talk about it today. <clears throat> I'm going to knit all the hats. All the hats. That way you won't have to steal mine? No. That, no. <laughs> that makes no. No, no. Okay. They're not related. They're not related. No, not related. You're funny. Right, baby? Right, baby? Baby agrees. Mm-hmm. And that's all the knitting content we have this week. That's it. Yeah. We're going to move on to non-knitting. And if you want to stick around, stick around. If not, catch you in a couple weeks. Catch you later, folks. <laughs> okay. Non-knitting stuff. Let's move on to reading. Kimberly, <gasps> have you been able to read? I know you were having some, I, I don't know, problems early on in the, you know, in your time, like, with the baby where you weren't reading very much. But... Yes. So I have been able to read. Um, I've been reading mostly when she's asleep. Okay. Or right before I go to bed. So I haven't been reading. I, I used to have lots of time to read. Well, yes. And now... Um, Mornings, lunchtime. She just sighed. She's like... Oh. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know. Um, so <laughs> now I only have a little bit of time to read. But I have been reading. I'm currently reading Uprooted by um, Naomi Novik. 
I hear that's really good. It's really good. Yeah. It's like your adult fairy tale. It's twisted and dark and Is it an adult of, book? It's a young adult book because okay. the protagonist is like roughly 17, young. 16, okay. something like that. And she grows up in a very small, tiny yeah. village where a dragon, not a real dragon, but a wizard they call the dragon, okay. takes one girl every 10 years. Oh. He does return them. But they're forever changed. Oh, interesting. And she thinks that her best friend is going to be taken, and she's very upset. Okay. And she is not taken. Instead, this girl is. is yeah, she is. And it's it's it has to do with magic and the wood. There's these very dark woods that are evil, and they devour villages. It creeps forward, devouring the villages, devour, devouring the villagers. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, so there's a prince. He doesn't seem very nice. There's a wizard. He doesn't seem very nice. I mean, it's kind of... Is there a love interest for me here? There is a love interest for you. Um, I think it's, it's, it's very... It's, it's very traditional in the way that it will remind you of the fairy tales you had when you were young. Right. Kind of dark. Kind of creepy. Um, but it's, it's way more adult. Okay. And twisted than those fairy tales. It's very, very Well, good. those ones were kind of messed up. Yeah. Yeah, the original version. Yeah, yeah, the original one. It's like that. It's like an original version. Okay. It's really... I, I'm enjoying it. I have about 120 pages left. I'm hoping okay. to finish it this weekend. I mean, everyone I know who's read it has really has liked, liked it. it. Yeah. I, there has been some criticism, but it's it's mostly... Oh, really? Okay. Just like... But it's mostly the same stuff that you hear about all the time with certain things like this. You know, like... The girl, she's special, but she doesn't know she's special. Right, right. But that's just more like, yeah. But, you know, let's just look past that and try to enjoy the story. The writing's really nice. Yeah. Well, I have to say that. writing's exceptional. People make it sound like there are a ton of original stories out there, but there aren't. They're not. I mean, it's just the way you tell them. Yeah. How many times have we read a Beauty and the Beast story? Right. It's like every romance novel. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So... Um, I'm enjoy I'm enjoying that right now. Okay, and um, I'm gonna hopefully finish that, and then I'm going to you maybe pick this? up um, <clears throat> the book club book that. Um, oh yeah, I, have to read, I gotta read that too. Which is the light between the oceans. Yeah, between oceans. light between oceans. Yeah, um, and that's coming up probably next week. So we'll talk about that next time. Okay, and that's all. <clears throat> cool. Uh, I've been jumping around a lot, uh, but the one book I did finish was Glamour in Class. Oh yeah, by Mary Robinette. That's the second one in that series. Yeah, it's the second book in a series called The Glamorous Histories. And it's a historical novel, uh, but it's got magic in it. And basically, there's certain people who have skills in something called glamour, where it's hard to explain. It's magic, but the way they do it is sort of like art. It's It's almost like painting or mm -hmm. something. And they can create basically illusions. And they use it like they're creating a painting, but it like moves and it moves with the light and you're taking things out of the ether to make it. And the way they describe it, a lot of it is actually really similar to textiles because they talk a lot about like tying threads and weaving things to make the illusion. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, this is the second book. Um, The first book, uh, you know, it stars this girl named, I think her name is Jane, right? Yeah. yeah, Jane, a very classic, you know, kind of name for this it kind of story. It takes place in Jane Austen time. Right. And the and so this is the second book. She's married now, and she and her husband go on a honeymoon. But, like, things don't seem, like, very, I mean, things seem a little off. Like, he's acting a little weird. and well, she's holding secrets. Yeah, he has secrets, and she's not sure what's going on. 
and it ends up being sort of more like a, like there's like political intrigue happening and it's been a while since i read the first book yeah and i remember too. really like i really liked yeah, it but yeah but i took a while i just never read the first second book and i just decided you know to pick up the second book at the library and i didn't have a hard time at all jumping back in sort of remembering what happened oh, good. and i like the way it's written mm-hmm. you know and i, I like the characters jane's you know can considered plain quote-unquote but she's with you know this other glamorous this other artist who's a really famous artist and she's dealing with a lot of they work together a lot and but she's still sort of like insecure about sort of her skills and you know even the way she looks and it's just oh baby and it's just interesting yeah she's trying to navigate this world where like she has sort of a career now where before people thought you know she's a woman she just like kind of dabbles in it you know and you know her husband's like very cool and you know he's always like no my wife you know she did like half of this and everyone's like oh really you know she's Uh, that good are you gonna finish the series because they have another two books after yeah there's two more books after it i probably will i know the next one uh they i think they go overseas again and it might focus more on her sister, Melody. Do you remember yeah, her? Yeah, I do remember her sister. Yeah. I've heard that the, the one featuring Melody isn't quite as good, mm-hmm. but I do think, I mean, I still want to continue the series. I'm going to the library tomorrow. I might just pick it up mm-hmm. so I can, you know, it's kind of nice. I don't like to read, like, well, unless it's really good, but I don't like to read all my series sort of back to back because right. they start to, you know, meld right. together. Yeah. I am kind of disappointed in that series only because the first book it's really a cover oh, that yes. doesn't match any of the other covers that yes. have come out, and that makes me sad. Yeah, the first one had sort of a, it looked very much like a Jane Austen book. It was a painted cover of a woman sort of from that, you know, time period, right? Mm-hmm. And it yeah. looked very much like a, like a, yeah, like a what a current day, I guess, Jane Austen cover would look like. Yeah. But then, like, the second book came With out. <clears throat> and then they were photographs, mm-hmm. but they looked too modern, you know? Yeah. It just, they're not... They're polished. Yeah, they're still very pretty. Yeah. But the yeah, the original was like a painting. Yeah. So yeah. They're still pretty, it's just not the same kind of vibe. I just want them all to match. Yeah. I would take either of those that's, covers. I just want them all to match. That's true. It's really, you know, if you're in the the sort of like book community, there's all kinds of drama whenever they decide to change a series covers, like yeah. sort of in the middle of a series or at the end, or like sometimes in the middle of a series, if they've all come out in soft cover, they suddenly decide that they want to start putting them in hardcover, and none of your like other books are in hardcover, and that's annoying. So whenever this kind of stuff happens, there's usually some kind of uproar, you know. Some people are for it, and some people are against it. It's just kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, there was a recent one for, what was it? It was the uh, Marie Rutkowski yeah. series, the yeah. uh, the Winner's Curse the series. Winner's Curse. They've had, there's three books? Three books. Or four. There's three books, and they all feature a girl <clears throat> in a pretty dress, and the dress is always a different color. And the dress, in the first book, too, the dress actually plays into the story a right. because she goes somewhere. I mean, um, I'm not always for girls in dresses, but they there's definitely a theme, and they all matched. Yeah. And then the third book was coming out, and they changed it to, like, a girl, a different model right. in, like, warrior gear. Right. And it, we were all like, what? I actually <laughs> like that cover, the new cover. Yeah. 
I just, you're right though. I don't like that it doesn't match the other ones. Well, and they're gonna, so what they did was they they understood the public outcry. There was a lot of outcry. Was, wow, I've never <laughs> seen I don't think like they it. planned to do this, but yes. then. So they did the new covers and the paperback versions, and they continued the three hard covers with the, the last original, version, the original theme, theme. Yeah. Which was good. I might go back and get the. The new, I like the new covers, but I do actually think I have the first two in the old covers, though. I don't know right, if that's right, not right. worth it. Um, yeah, so that's just funny. That's just a random tangent for yeah. crazy book people, but don't change your covers in the middle. Like, if I get sometimes they need to, re, they want to rebrand or sort of appeal to another market. It's easier when you change, like, after the first book, you know, like after one book. But when you're two or three books into a series or even further, it's... I don't know, distressing to people, I guess. Yeah. They want things to match. I want things to match. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, that's what we've been reading. What have you been watching, Kimberly? Mostly the Olympics. Yeah? If I've been watching anything, let's be honest, there hasn't been a whole lot of reading or watching happening. Right. I've mostly you been trying anything? to sleep. Oh, sleeping. Yeah, okay. there's mostly been sleeping. Um, but at night, we don't let... I um, thought you got rid of cable. No, we still have cable. Oh, okay. So at night, we don't let the blueberry really watch screen the screen. That's yeah, nice. we let yeah. her watch like FaceTime or if we're you know Skyping with parents. Yeah, or something. grandparents. But we're not really into putting. She's young too. But yeah, yeah. We're not into putting her in front of a television, um, which means that we're not watching television. It's mm-hmm. not on during the day. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. <clears throat> Hi. Sorry. So what we the baby? Yeah. Kimberly's taking a sip of tea. Delicious tea that uh, Iron Muffin made for her. Nice Iron Muffin. Yeah. Um, so we have like all this TV to catch up on once mm. she goes to bed. <laughs> I think um, that's like a lot of, of, of family. So I feel like I know a lot of people who have to watch all the stuff that maybe isn't kid appropriate late at night. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't, I don't think, she, I don't know how much she understands, but like yeah. I wasn't going to sit there and watch Game of Thrones with her, you know? Right. Like, probably not. So, um, we haven't been watching a lot, and what we have been watching since last week are basically the Olympics. Okay. And so we watched gymnastics and swimming. Same. My husband has been really good about recording everything and watching right. it religiously well, he's every night. Very athletic, I can imagine him, and yeah. he's very competitive. He's very competitive. So he really enjoys this. Right. Um, I've watched a little bit of it. I've actually been knitting while I've watched oh, nice. it, which has been good. Have you any favorite uh, categ- uh, categories? But favorite sports. Um, I really like gymnastics. Right. Everyone loves gymnastics. Everyone loves gymnastics. I get really tense and anxious. Yeah. Because I'm a, I don't want anyone to fall or mess yeah. up. So I usually watch the replays or when they're doing, you know, anything that requires some kind of a landing, yeah. I look away until I know whether or not they, you know, stuck it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been basically watching that. I think I have to finish watching Outlander. Oh, I have season all these other two or the end one. of season one. Okay, end of season one. But I think um, all of all of this will will happen. It just takes a lot longer. <laughs> right, right. So you can want to do a little bit at a time. Yeah, and also I'm really tired. You know, like yeah. she goes to bed and then we eat dinner and then we watch me. I watch like an hour and then I'm out because right. I have to wake up really early the next morning because she's up really early mm-hmm. and I've got to get to work. Right, so. right. There's not a lot of... Uh, well, you just got to make it count, you know? Yeah, exactly. No more sort of randomly watching things. Not like you ever did, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about you? Uh, I've watched a lot of movies in the last couple of weeks. I'm going to go through them really fast. Okay. Uh, but basically, the last two weeks, I've gone to like two movies a week. Whoa. <laughs> Which is really fun. I love going to the movies, and uh, I just like, yeah, I like going out to the movies, so yeah. it's really fun when I can 
do it. I mean, usually I just do like once a week, but there have been a lot of movies in the last few weeks that I've been wanting to see, and so I've just kind of gone. So uh, a few weeks ago, I saw Star Trek. Yay! Yay! I saw Star Trek. Oh, you did? Oh, you went to a mommy movie. I went right? to a mommy movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I liked it. I didn't think it was quite as strong in sort of character development and relationships that it usually is, you know? Yeah. But it was still entertaining. Yeah. I, I liked the sort of new Star Trek. Uh, I'm not like a huge, like, I'm not like a, a Star Trek like buff, so like I don't have really anything to base that off of. I just like the movies. So. Yeah. Did you like it? I did like it. Yeah. Um, it's a little distracting because I have a baby on my lap. Right, mommy movies are kind of interesting, right? Yeah, they're pretty interesting. And there's a lot of babies there, clearly. There's a lot <laughs> clearly. of babies, there's a lot of moms, there's a lot of squirming, screaming babies. It's not bad at all. I mean, I still enjoyed mm-hmm. it, but... Um, at least at least they just good, too, because she's not trying to get away from you or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's just basically trying to eat or sleep or yeah. stare at the screen. Right. That, that's the one rare time that I've let her, like, watch, watch the screen yeah. is the mommy and me movie. I'm sure she gets bored pretty quickly. Yeah, she kind of just looks at it, yeah. and then she, like, falls asleep. Right. So... Um, but yeah, I liked it fine. I I I still think the first one. First one's my favorite. Is the, best. the first yeah. one's still my favorite. Yeah, but uh, but I I enjoy them. Yeah, you know. And I saw Jason Bourne. How was Jason Bourne? Uh, I it was Jason Bourne. again. I think it was sort of in that like sort of category. It's fun action. It wasn't mind blowing or anything. Right. Uh, Matt Damon seriously talks very little in this. Like, he has, like, I mean, his character doesn't, you know, is sort of, I I remember he doesn't talk very much, but, man, you think a whole movie, just him in it, he would talk more, but he does not. You know, um, what's funny is, I think the first Jason Bourne is, like, exceptionally good. Right. Right? But um, I was actually just talking to one of the mommy and me's in the group, okay, and this, we should do a poll on this, she loved Matt Damon. Like, she would, he's on her top five. And I've never, um, the rest of us were looking at her like, oh, people love, what? People love Matt Damon. I mean, <laughs> he's cute. He's not the hottest person ever, but he's cute. Right. He seems like a good a nice guy. guy. He seems like a genuinely nice guy. Right, but she, she was like in love with Matt Damon. Uh-huh. And eight of us looked at her like she had thrown another head. Really? And she's like, really? Really? What? What? And it turns out all of us have very different tastes. Right. But it was very. very I, funny. I like Matt Damon. I'm just wondering if Matt Damon is on anyone else's like top five. Oh, I'm sure he is. Yeah. Oh, I'm funny. sure he is. Like he's married. He has kids. He's like a nice dude. Mm-hmm. He's you know not in crazy situations on like TMZ ever because right, he doesn't right. do that crap. You know. Right. And yeah, I like Matt Damon. Again, kind of like low on plot. I just like. Oh, he's drawn into it again, and it's funny because everyone, you know, in the CIA or whoever, they're always like, Jason Bourne's after us again, but it's usually because they've done something to draw him back in, and so now he has to sort of fix it so that they leave him alone, but they're all... Jason Bourne. I know, poor Jason Bourne, and Alicia Vikander is in it, she's like the hottest thing ever right now, Uh, and she's fine. I don't think, I mean, her role isn't like super, you know, meaty, but she's fine in it, um... I still like Ex Machina the best. Yeah. But yeah, Jason Bourne saw that. I also saw Bad Moms. <gasps> I know. I, I went with a friend. I went with a friend who is a mom. And I don't, I mean, I don't have any kids. I just thought it looked really funny. I, I like Mila Kunis and Kristen, Kristen Bell. Catherine Hahn is hilarious. Right. She's crazy. It's really funny. I think it was funny. I'll see it. A lot of music. I'll see it. Yeah. Yeah, you wanted to see it. We were trying, I was trying to get you to go to with it. me, I but... Know. Didn't work out. And then I also saw oh, Suicide Squad. Oh, how yeah. was it? Uh, you know, it's gotten the worst reviews, which yeah. I feel bad for it because 
I saw it and not that bad. Yeah, it's fine. It's I got not, like twenty seven percent on Rotten yes, Tomatoes, which is low. And like Jason Bourne got fifty seven percent. I don't think Jason Bourne was that much better. Just right. to me, it was sort of like a fun action movie. It's definitely a little more over the top and a little more cartoon, like not in a bad way, but like a little more toward that Tim Burton end than like the Christopher Nolan like Batman's were. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, but. I, yeah, it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. It was perfectly entertaining for, you know, what we wanted to see. The characters were pretty interesting. I think it was just a problem of too many characters and not enough time to really get to know, like, a lot of them. I heard that um, the Joker was in it barely. He's, well, that's what everyone told me, too. But when I saw it, I mean, he was in it. Yeah. I wouldn't, like, if you didn't told me that, I wouldn't have thought, wow, he's barely in it. Right, right. But he's not the main villain in this or the right. main, you know what I mean? So I didn't expect him to be in it, like, half the movie. Right. And I guess there were definitely, uh, Margot Robbie, I read something that she, that there were scenes that were cut, but they were all flashback oh. scenes. Oh, right. Um, and so, you know, she was saying, like, it didn't really work with the plot because, you know, there's all this other stuff going on and we have this stuff and, like, we couldn't flash back, like, constantly, which I get, like, you know? Like, yeah. there were still flashbacks in it. I thought Margot Robbie was really good as Harley Quinn. Oh, good. I thought her portrayal was, to me, I liked it, you know? That's good. You like Harley Quinn, so. Yeah, I like Harley Quinn. And there's, you know, a bunch of sort of different, I think, kind of versions of her. But I, li- I liked her portrayal of her. And, yeah, it was not the worst movie. I was like, people were saying it's, like, the worst movie they've ever seen. And I just... I have seen really awful movies. To me, I thought, have they only seen, like, three movies in their life? I don't understand (laughs) how this is possible. Right. And, yeah, I don't think it was the best thing ever. I definitely think, uh, I think it was better than Superman vs. Batman. Did you see that? Yeah, I have. I did see Superman vs. Batman. Well, it's a different, very different tone. Yeah. I guess. This is more sort of ragtag group of villains, like, saves the world, kind of, you know? Comic bookie? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't know. The costumes were good. I thought they were like good. I'm gonna see it. Yeah. I just will probably wait music for video. was alright. Yeah. And yeah, I thought it was perfectly entertaining for a summer sort of blockbuster movie. I I, I don't think it's as bad as everyone says. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, that, those are the kinds of those are the movies I've seen. I, I've watched some other stuff, but that's enough for this week. <laughs> well, and that's it, kids. That's it. Uh, first episode back with Kimberly. Special guest, the Blueberry. Hey, the Blueberry. You, you want to say bye, Blueberry? She's going to say anything? I don't know. If, of course, we want her to say something. She's not going to say anything. Say anything? Oh. Bless you. <laughs> she says, achoo. Bless you, Blueberry. Bless you, Blueberry. She's just looking at me like she's, oh, she's smiling at me <laughs> now. She's smiling at me now. Brilliant twee. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us this week. And, yeah, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Don't forget to check out the Ravelry uh, group for information about the hat knit along. Yeah, get your hat um, patterns ready. Yeah, and your yarn wound up. Yep. Because we're going we're gonna to hat all the things. We're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bye, guys. Bye. You can find all the show notes on the blog at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com. You can find me, Twee, on Ravelry as Fishgirl182 and Kimberly as Kimberly Buggy. You can also find the podcast on Instagram as Twisted Stitches Podcast. We also have a great Ravelry group that you should definitely join. Thanks for listening.